cold outside, there's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone. Hello and welcome to this week's Urgent Bite, brought to you by the Royal New Zealand College of Urgent Care. My name is Guy Melrose and today we take a quick look at smegma pearls. There are two ways that the general public might be familiar with the word smeg. Perhaps you know the Italian brand of appliances, founded in 1948 as an enamelling company and named as an acronym of the process for applying the enamel. Smalteri Metallurgic Emiliane Gustala. Apologies for my Italian pronunciation. The modern-day appliances are usually easily identified by the enamelling, and they're often seen gracing the lifestyle magazines, showing us all what a perfect domestic life looks like. But perhaps you're a fan of the long-running British space-based sci-fi sitcom Red Dwarf. Throughout this show, the term smeg was used as a derogatory term, smeg head being one of my favourites. The derivation of this term, according to actor, author and presenter Robert Llewellyn, who portrays the android Crichton, was a shortening of the term smegma. Smegma is a collection of desquamated epithelial cells and sebaceous matter that collects between the gland's penis and the foreskin. So this explains why a comedy writer might turn this into a term of comedic abuse. Now, until now, I'd never considered why smegma was so called. Well, it turns out that smegma is derived from an ancient Greek word meaning soap or detergent. It seems that it was so called because smegma was thought to look like a soapy deposit, which is ironic because the recommended way to prevent excess smegma buildup is through good foreskin hygiene that includes washing with soap. Now, we see balanitis through urgent care, and foreskin hygiene is an important part of the management and prevention of balanitis, but in younger boys, whose foreskin is not yet retractable, it is possible that smegma can become collected, and then when this happens, it causes firm yellowish lumps under the foreskin. These are benign, natural, and resolve without concern. And they're called smegma pearls, or sometimes smegma cysts. A parent might well bring their child into urgent care because a lump on the penis will be of concern. So being able to explain that these are benign, natural, and will disappear on their own is a pearl of knowledge that we should all retain. Excuse the pun. It is important that these are left alone, as trying to retract a foreskin before it is retractable will cause trauma and can result in infection, phimosis and other complications. A useful stat I've pulled from the Royal Children's Hospital of Melbourne page on foreskin issues is that 10% of uncircumcised boys will have a retractable foreskin at age 1, 50% at age 10 and 99% at age 17. I've linked to this page in the show notes, which is a good refresher on all foreskin issues in kids. 
So it's worth the urgent care clinician being aware of smegma pearls in case a concerned parent brings their child into the clinic. I've linked to an article in the show notes from the journal Pediatrics Child Health from 2017 by Angela Burley and Joseph Lamb that has a case presentation and some photos. It's worth reviewing as it also lists the differentials to consider, which include prepucial cysts, prepucial Epstein cysts, median Raffae cysts, smegmaliths, and also foreign bodies. It's open access, so do check that out. If you have any comments, questions, corrections, or suggestions, email podcast at rnzcuc.org.nz. And we'll be back again next week with another podcast. I look forward to seeing you all then. But for now, thanks for listening.